Welcome back to the Need to Know, a podcast presented by We Roam Freely Incorporated. We Roam Freely is a platform that is dedicated to uplifting and showcasing women of color and non-binary artists. On today's episode, we'll be talking to Courtney Burnett and Luz, two people who have used their unique talents to triumph through quarantine. Welcome to the Need to Know. And today, um, I just wanted to talk to you about pushing through the quarantine. Like yeah. how you try them through quarantine. I'm Luz. I'm Brazilian. I'm 21 years old. And I came to New York about three years ago because I'm a fashion designer. And I wanted to explore more this fashion world. So I came to the city. <laughs> Can you like kind of walk me through a bit how it was just coming to New York in general to pursue that career? Yes. So since I was a kid, actually, I had this passion like for fashion design. And then, like, when I was growing up, I realized in Brazil, I wouldn't have this much opportunities to, you know, to be inside the fashion world, to be around, like, fashion that much as as, as here. So when I saw the opportunity to come here, just, like, invested on it, and I'm here now. (laughs) I'm just organizing myself, and, you know, I'm here now. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so since I do, I remember talking to you a little bit, and you said you moved up here with your mom? Yes. Yeah, so I moved with my mom, and she's also enjoying it a lot. So it's been awesome being here, like meeting new people, you know, like fashion and not fashion world. Always like artists. It's really important to create these connections for me. That is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So how was it within, during the quarantine? Like how I was able actually give you guys a little bit of background. I was able to work with Luz with her quarantine yes. collection that she came up with. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that collection? Like how many pieces was it? Where did your inspiration come from? Yeah. The material. So this collection, yeah, this collection actually in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to make a collection, but I took some photos when I went to Cold Spring. It's like upstate New York. And then some of these photos I really like, like uh, photos of like a lot of butterflies and photos of the nature. And then I started editing these photos and I really liked the results. So I decided to print them in fabric. So when I printed them in fabric, I started to make some clothes of it. And I started like new ideas started to come with like me making some clothes. And then since the like the quarantine started, and in the beginning I was not making a lot of things because I was, I was like still processing of course we were in quarantine, like something that we'd never thought would happen, probably. <laughs> it was like something crazy. But then I just started doing making more pieces. So when the quarantine was like finishing, I could photograph it and publish it on my website. That's actually beautiful. I didn't know that um, the images, like you printed them on fabric. So you took those photos. Yes, I took those photos. I usually take some analog photos and then I took those photos and I edited them a little bit to be like in black and white. And then I just printed them in fabric. I didn't even know that was a thing. That is, wow. That is like that makes me love your collection even more because like I've already seen it in person. Yeah, thank you. Like, I, that is wow. You're talented. Yeah, that is so creative. Oh. Did you even get the idea to print your photos on fabric? Like I've seen it like like pictures and things uh-huh. like that, but nothing like of that sort. 
Yeah, so actually, actually, can, I, I'm sorry. Can you describe the fabric for us, since like we get yeah. to see it? Yeah. So let me tell you first how. Okay, so first I was talking to a friend. She studies at FIT, and she was talking to me like about about printing a fabric. And then I thought, since I'm not really good at Photoshop and like making, you know like designs, you know, to my computer, I decided to do this just with my photos. So when I went on the website, they actually have like a lot of options and I decided to print, since it was like very nature related, my photos, I decided to print them in lining with cotton because, you know, they're very nature related fabrics too. So I decided to print them with like lining with cotton. That is wild. <laughs> you're just wow you're just such like a little genius I, I can't wait like everyone like who listens to this podcast like you have to go and see the work so you can just understand oh, like how stunned I am <laughs> thank you they have to see your photos too because you're an amazing model and oh, thank you. you just gave life to <laughs> my pieces <laughs> uh but yeah so how was it? you said in the beginning you weren't producing much so how did you feel like going from producing very like little to very like to a whole collection are you like one of yeah. those people who um who like kind of get down on themselves like when they're not producing enough or are you like one of those people that kind of just like ride the wave out like how was it I feel like it depends I have times and times sometimes I try not to feel bad when I'm, when I'm not producing because I know it's normal like everyone needs some time to focus on the mental health and everything but at the other side uh, also making my art helps me with my mental health so <laughs> yes so I feel like I decided to make a whole collection when I realized the quarantine was going to last a lot long a lot longer than I expected because in the beginning I don't know if you remember but I think everyone thought it was only going to be like closed down for two weeks or for oh, a month yeah, definitely but, that. yeah so in the beginning I was like oh so I'm not gonna do anything but you know, when I realized it was like a lot more than that, I decided to start ordering more fabrics. And, you know, they're coming, I was making more clothes. I have I had nothing else to do, honestly. <laughs> I was like, okay, let me create a little bit because other than that, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> so you did say that making your art helps with your mental health. Yeah. So can, if you feel comfortable enough to open and share, do you uh-huh. have like tips? That maybe like you even learned during quarantine, like at first, like you were saying, like it, you were taking a break because you didn't want to force yourself to produce, but you also yeah. helped you work on your mental health. So how was that in like such a challenging time? Like, yeah. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So actually, when I lived in um, Brazil, I used to play piano. Like I still, I can still play a little bit, but I used to play piano to kind of express my emotions. And since I came here and I don't have a piano, <laughs> and also, you know, my real passion is fashion design, I sometimes when I'm like sewing or creating, my mind keeps occupied. And also, all of my pieces, they're very, I wouldn't say necessarily like intimate, but they have a lot of me. Like, they have a lot of me, my thoughts. So I feel like in quarantine, they helped me a lot because. I didn't know what else to think. Also, a lot of crazy things were happening. All of the Black Lives Matter movement, everything together happening, and I didn't know what else to do. So, you know, I needed to express my feelings with something. 
I'm happy you're able to find that outlet. Can you describe your favorite piece that you've made? Your favorite piece from quarantine, your favorite piece in general. Okay. So my favorite piece from quarantine. Okay. Oh, okay. So actually I made this dress that is half, half of it is like the print I made, the butterfly print, the butterfly print I made, and half of it is just like a white fabric. And you can wear it as a dress or as a long shirt. And you also have a little belt to it. So I really love that piece. <laughs> really love it. So that's my favorite piece from this collection. I don't know if you got to see it. I think I posted it on in my Instagram, but I it's definitely not on my website for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's half white and half print and with a little belt. And my favorite piece that I made so far, I think is a piece I actually have with me at the moment, but I actually made when I still lived in Brazil. So it was a collection that I made right before I came to New York. And it actually is a really cute shirt, like it's a long sleeve shirt. They have like embroidered on it. I'm actually gonna post it soon. So stay tuned. <laughs> okay, you know. I will, I will. I love your work. Yes. Thank I love you. your work. Do you think you're gonna have mm-hmm. another quarantine collection? Um, we kind of don't know when this quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't know. Like we're talking about it like it's in the past tense, but it's like it's kind of yeah. still real. <laughs> yes, we don't. Yeah, we don't actually know when all of this gonna end. But actually, um, I'm in my studio right now, so I'm still creating, and I'm trying to create some different things. I wouldn't say a collection, but I would say some new pieces. Okay. With like different prints and everything. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you um when you look back at this collection, is there anything that like you wish you would have changed or? Anything? So, so not really. I say that because usually when I have like some new ideas, I don't think about what I did before and I could change. I think about what what can I do? You know, what new can I do? So that's why I'm trying to create some new pieces because I had some new ideas. So this collection I liked was like what I was feeling for the moment. And now since I'm feeling like a little bit different, I'm trying, I'm trying to create something new. Is there anything you're looking forward to coming up in the next few weeks, knowing that we still are like kind of in the state that we're in? Yeah, so actually I found in this quarantine, I found a nice space to create. So I'm trying to be a little bit more here, you know, to be calm and try to create more things and also try to focus more on myself in this sense in in my brand because that makes me feel really good so yeah, I feel so, like I'm trying to do that so can you say like being in well I'm, this is what I'm taking from what you're saying is that being in the house mm-hmm. kind of made you realize that you needed like a separate and a safer space not saying like your you know your living situation yeah safe but like, you're ready to take that next step to really just becoming one and in tune like with no other distractions yeah, so actually I found a, a space like separated from my home because, you know, I didn't have that much space to, so like a lot of times it was funny because I made some collections that people asked me like, oh my God, I want to buy this, like this to have, and I'm like, actually I have no idea where it is. <laughs> so I needed to find a space just to organize my things a little bit more because since I want to take this like very seriously, like for my life, I I needed that. <laughs> so it's going to be better for me to organize everything. 
That's good. I'm glad you like are able to like make that safe haven for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we always have this. All of the experiences, we take something from it. So you're right. You're so right. Yes, all of them. So a lot of people have like mixed emotions about the quarantine. For some people, for the whole mm-hmm. um, pandemic in general, for some people, it's like a blessing in disguise. For some people, yeah. it's like one of the worst things that could ever happen to them. Yeah. Um, if you would you mind being open about like your experience through the quarantine? Yeah. So actually, to be honest, like for me, it didn't make a lot of difference because you know I, we're very privileged. Like I was working before the quarantine, so. Uh, I didn't have that much problem with it, and now uh, that the stores opened back, I, you know, I'm back to work. So in this sense, I didn't have problem with it. Um, just I'll say I didn't know how to act in sense of I didn't know how to feel. Uh, the problems came more as my like my feelings because also you're not seeing anyone you like to see. Because a lot of times seeing our friends, it's like a really good distraction. Not only distraction, but like, you know, it makes us feel good. So I just struggled with that a little bit. But I wouldn't say it was something devastating. Like, it was something that I, of course, I didn't expect to happen. And of course, I was not happy. But I was not really, you know, crazy affected because of it. Because I know a lot of people are, like, worse affected because of it. So, you know. Yeah. I got to recognize that I was not the, you know, that for my situation is not that bad. Yeah, it is. It's really kind of hard to gauge that have been, you know, just coming to Yeah, a lot really of kind things. Of like, I've been, like, a little more radicalized during the whole quarantine. I'm like, wow, like, why is everything falling apart? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we had it together. Like, I knew it wasn't great, but I thought, you know, we had it together a little bit. Yeah. Yes, we didn't. So I don't know. I don't know too much about Brazil, but how have you noticed like it being handled back home versus being handled here? Oh my God! So yeah, so that part is a bit difficult for me because I'm here and I'm seeing the whole thing happening. But I look at Brazil, like here is bad. Brazil is worse. So I look at Brazil. All of my friends there, crazy things happening all of like this black lives matter things crazy crazy crimes happening there but no one really caring for it like we care here and you know i didn't really know how to act because i was not only focusing on here but these crazy things were happening in brazil and there's nothing i can do about it because you know i'm here so brazil is actually been struggling a lot with quarantine and honestly most of the people didn't really take it that serious. So, you know, this is just all messed up. And we, oh my God, our president in Brazil, he's the worst. <laughs> so, you know, he's been crazy. Yeah, you're right. I haven't actually heard much of Brazil. Like I've always heard of like a beautiful place. Yeah, it is a beautiful place. Well, but... you know, I'm not doubting that. But it's like, that's kind of like, but I think yeah. I also mainly hear from people who were, just visiting rather than yeah than leaving yeah mm-hmm. so I feel like Brazil is really beautiful to visit and you know but to leave and you see everything that is happening you kind of go crazy <laughs> to be honest oh. you go crazy yeah yeah that's kind of how I've been feeling here it's like where do I draw this line of like 
still like you know working towards my future and then like oh my goodness like does it matter you know like how do I like navigate yeah what do I do like which part of my life do I pick <laughs> up right now yes I believe I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today oh so- thank you I'm really I really appreciate that you invited me for your podcast I loved it <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go ahead and tell everyone like how they can reach you how they can find your collection yes so you can find my collection on my Instagram Luz Morena V L-U-Z-M-O-R-E-N-A-V and you can also find my website there okay perfect thank you so much for coming on yeah, thank you. And I look forward to talking to you. I look forward to seeing your new collection. You guys definitely make sure you check out her collection. It's a wonderful, wonderful collection. It's very original. <laughs> it looks like she put a lot of thought into it. Thank you for um, sharing and just being open with us today. Thank you. So a little backstory. I met Courtney at an all-black girl skate sesh at Prospect Park, I think back in end of July, maybe early. I mean, yeah. end of June, early July. Yeah. And I was just blown away because she told me she's only been skateboarding for like a few months and she's just like on this board, like she came out the womb with it. Like it looks so natural. <laughs> so if you can go ahead and like introduce yourself and let, you know, tell us know where you're from, how long you've been skating, et cetera. Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm 17 and I got my first skateboard about a year ago, but I wasn't really doing anything on it until quarantine started because I finally had the time to actually like try and learn tricks and it's been such a fun time. I know I've always wanted to skate ever since I was little because I used to see my brother do it all the time, but I didn't really think it was a possibility for me because like, I, I'm a girl and I didn't really see myself represented in that community. But as I've started skating a lot over this quarantine this summer, all these videos on Instagram of like female skaters and black female skaters have been popping up in my feed and it's been like super inspiring for me. Yeah, me too. I definitely feel like out of nowhere, like I went from like a whole new Instagram feed. Yeah. And it was just like everywhere I see it's just like a black girl with a skateboard, just a black person in general. And I'm yeah. like, like, where were you guys like a few years where ago? Where were they? <laughs> and it's crazy because a lot of them have been skating for years. I'm like, why am I just now finding out about you? It's but crazy. Yeah, it is. So um, what's like the first trick that you learned? Like walk us through how like how long did it take you to get it down? Yeah, so I think the first thing I tried to work on when I when quarantine started was my ollie because I was just like in my backyard and like I got a crack in the little sidewalk in my backyard and I was just practicing my ollies for so long, like a couple months, I think. And they're still not perfect. Like I feel like ollies like in general are just like they get better as you go on. But I've definitely gotten more comfortable with that. But that was, like, the first trick. And then after that, I started doing, like, the nollie shove it and, like, the reverts. And those made me feel like, okay, like, I'm actually in this now. Like, this is fun. It's super fun learning (laughs) tricks. And it's super rewarding. Like, super rewarding. Yeah, you make it look so easy. Like, you look (laughs) just like a natural. I was, like, watching you, like, go back and forth on the board. And I'm like, wow. It (laughs) took me months. Like, I actually felt like I just got comfortable like moving my feet on a board like mm-hmm. last week and then the moment I thought that like I go to the skateboard I'm like oh like I got this and next thing you know I hurt myself oof yeah so skateboards can be super intimidating too they are they are really intimidating how is it coming from like just going from your backyard to immerse immersing yourself 
into a skate park because if you've never been to a skate park it's just like hectic it's people going everywhere it's like organized yeah. chaos like no one hits each other <laughs> for the most part but it's so overwhelming at first how was that yeah so the first time I went to a skate park was actually pretty fun because it wasn't like a huge one it was one of those like it's called Seba Skate Park it's in Marine Park and it's like small but it's super nice and I went with one of my friends like who's a girl so it was it made me feel more comfortable and like when I got there you saw people like painting on each other's boards and they painted on my board and like everyone had the same design it was like super community-based which made it super fun but I know it was definitely a different experience when I went to the one on the west side I think it's like on 108 and I was waiting for a friend and I just like walked up to the skate park and I did not want to go in like it was all white guys like every single one of the people in there like none of them looked like me and I did not want to go in there like I literally went back up the stairs and sat on the bench and like started watching like Netflix on my phone because I was like there's no way I'm going in here like there's just this expectation that if I went in there, I would automatically be like, have to like prove myself and I'd automatically feel like inferior to everybody there. And so I was waiting there, just like sitting, waiting for my friend to come. And it was like every guy in the world was going to that park. Like I saw so many guys just like rolling up and going in so easily. And then I saw this girl finally come and like, I looked up at her and then like, she looked up at me and she's like, are you going to the skate park? And I was like, I was <laughs> and she was like yeah I came in here earlier and then I just left because there were no girls and then she asked me to come in with her and we went in together and it was so much fun and it just felt so much better and I felt more confident going in there with another girl like that like that connection is like amazing like now every time I see a girl skater I always I'm always like what's your Instagram like we should skate sometime because it's so important to like feel represented to have people you feel comfortable skating with. Yeah, definitely inside the skate community, just from like the little bit that I've been immersed in, I noticed the sense of community that they do build. Like they always try to build like safe spaces for yeah. everyone. Like even when the all girl skate group, it was still like a couple guys there and it wasn't yeah. like awkward, you know, like it was just very, yeah, exactly. And it's like they're always teaching someone something. It's always like, oh no, get yeah. up, you got it. It's very, yeah, just like a comfortable environment to be in. So I do appreciate that. Is that one of your favorite parts of the skateboarding community or is it something else? Definitely it's like the connection that you make and like the people who make it like not uncomfortable for you to fall are like the best people to be around. Especially if you just met them and like you're like skating with them and you feel like a little bit intimidated like when you fall. I feel like that's the perfect icebreaker. <laughs> like <laughs> when you guys start laughing, you're like, okay, this person's cool. Like I can fall and be fine. And because like skateboarding is all about falling. I mean, like, when, like, I don't know if you were there, but at that Black Girl Skate event, like, as we were leaving, I, like, we were so close to being out of the park, and, like, I got hit by a bike, and I got a concussion, and it was just, like, a crazy experience, like, I was unconscious, and, like, all this stuff happened, and I couldn't skate for, like, two or three weeks, and, like, everyone was like, oh, I bet that you don't want to skate anymore. Like, that must have been traumatic. And I was like, when can I get back on this board? <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Like, after I hurt myself, I'm like, no, like, this makes me want to skate even more. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? You just kind of realize how fragile you are. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Let's see what else I'm capable of. Like, you know, this didn't break me. Like, how far can I go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like, like, a, actually, yeah, like a empowerment, kind of. 
exactly it's kind of a flex now I'm like yeah I got a little concussion <laughs> but you know I'm fine now <laughs> yeah I was telling someone about my injury and there they had said that you never get like injured on your skateboard doing anything cool like it's always just like something so simple yeah <laughs> literally I was just riding and a bike hit me like I wish it was I was like trying a tray flip and mm. then it happened yeah everyone keeps asking like how'd you like hurt your knee and I'm kind of like they're like were you doing a kickflip but Ollie I'm just like no like I was trying to go down the ramp like no <laughs> like nothing cool like you have all these high expectations and that is kind of true like when people see you with a skateboard especially like for me especially being a black woman with a skateboard they expect me to like be like some type of tony hawk or like brianna king yeah. or like little wayne or something i'm just like bro like <laughs> chill wayne. like why do you have such high expectations for me like it's just a skateboard it is kind of intimidating like even around people who don't skate just like sometimes going yeah, down the street people exactly. like stare at you kind of funny exactly i know that when i was like before i started going to skate parks um after i got out of my backyard i started practicing like in the front like in the street in front of my house and like I live in like Brooklyn and it's like a like like a community, like the block is like a community. And like all these neighbors are always coming up to me, like I've seen you skating, like you've gotten so much better. Like just like when you have a skateboard, I feel like people like are kind of drawn to it in a way. Cause it's cool, like it's super cool. Like I feel cool that I skateboard. I definitely feel cooler <laughs> with my skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially I love skating and um like little kids asking like, I don't know about you, but it's been like a couple of times like a little kid will ask to like, you know, ride my board or they yeah. just like really interested. I remember one time I was at the post office and this little girl's like, I want one and her mom's just like, No, no. And in my head I'm like, No, like this is like what we're here for to show Exactly. You know, other kids are like, It's cool, it's okay, like you don't have to look like them to do it whenever I see a guy who's like famous for skateboarding or like has a really big skateboarding following um they've been skating since they were like toddlers like they've been in skating lessons and they've been like encouraged to skateboard since they were like little kids and I don't see that half as much as like the girls like I've seen girls who are starting like now yeah started like a few years ago like and I wish that I always wish that I like had the opportunity to skate like when I was a little kid like that would be awesome so I feel like now's the time like to raise these girls to be like like encouraged to skateboard like it's awesome yeah I always wanted to skateboard like since I was younger my family would always bring up this story of like my dad falling and I was just like actually yeah never mind like I don't want to do like it was always kind of discouraged and you're right like yeah little boys are always encouraged to just like go be young and go be reckless and it's also easier to learn how to fall when you're younger like you're more fearless exactly so it's like a perfect time and just to keep like to know that the girls are being discouraged is kind of like heartbreaking Mm -hmm. yeah and it, like I did notice like a lot of women that like oh I started like in my 20s like because I always feel like oh like I'm too old to start and they're like no like I yeah. started in my 20s I was like wow like <laughs> yeah did you like you know maybe I can't start like it's never too late yeah and it made me feel like I had to do like some catching up like even when I started during this quarantine I was like am I am, I'm 17 I'm like am I too old to start doing this like is it a lost cause and it just like it feels discouraging at times that I haven't like been encouraged to do this since I was little like so many guys have yeah it's definitely an eye-opening experience mm-hmm. it's, I love it because women have found another way to be empowered like I yeah don't think there definitely. are many outlets for women to be empowered if that makes sense like we're kind of just now breaking the barriers 
exactly so it just kind of feels like maybe like one day we will be bigger than something that you know bigger than something be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves Mm -hmm. and for a long time like and still now like girls who skate like guys would be like oh you're a poser because you're a girl who skateboards or because you're like a girl who's like a beginner and like even the girls who are super good they'll still be called posers by the guys just because and like I just feel like it's such an empowering experience to like fight through that and just like keep doing what you love because it's so much fun now have you been to um any more like all girl or anything of the sort skate sessions since like during the quarantine I actually haven't I missed a couple like I missed a few that I wanted to go to because I was like resting because of my concussion but I'm I I really want to go to them like I I want to go to them I know that like one of the people who because like I started following like women of color who skate like who's really empowering and like Brianna King and there's this girl named Jay who I followed a while ago and then I actually like met her at like Blue Park and she had held a meetup before at the park but I couldn't go because of my concussion I think she's hosting one soon so I'm really excited for that she's so cool yeah, who have you like been following, had a chance to meet that have been really inspiring or just helpful through your journey? Yeah, so definitely Brianna King. Like I started following her a while back and she actually DM'd me and she asked to like, like if, because I was going to Blue Park a lot and like she goes there too. And so she asked me if like she could like film me, like if we, if, like, we could meet up one time and she could film me at that park. And I was just like, what? like it's just so crazy because like I've been looking at her page for so long now and like she's been such an inspiration to me and to have her dm me was just crazy because it seems so out of reach and when it happened I was just like in awe and a little bit like I don't know I was just scared because I know there's like you can't do like self-deprecating on this I'm not but I do feel sometimes that like I'm not good enough to be like filmed by people who are good and so like it was a mix of like excitement and like I was feeling a little bit anxious because of that but I saw her at the park and she was super cool I actually saw her twice at the park and she's super cool super nice and another person who I mentioned before was Jay and I followed her like like a month or two ago and I thought she was super cool. Like, her vibe on Instagram is amazing. She looked like a super cool person. And she hosted that meetup. And, like, I wasn't able to go. But I saw her at the park. And she was awesome. Like, my friends and I were just sitting down. And she literally rolled up to us. And she was like, hey, guys. Like, because we're girls of color who skate. And she said, hey, guys. Like, need help with anything? Like, what's up? And that was just, like, amazing. Like, it's so amazing to have people that you, like, admire. Like, just come up to you and, like treat you like you're like on their level like it's just so awesome and yeah that's been really inspirational to me it's like it's made me want to keep skating and made me want to keep like pushing to be better because it feels like I have a support system that is such a dope experience I'm happy you're able to enjoy that it's like I feel like you're gonna be one of like the Brianna Kings in like the next few years like the way you <laughs> Oh, you because a lot of people like I don't know like I'm looking I look at a lot of people and like, you do like see their growth and their development 
But I was like, you, yeah. like, there was no way you could convince me you'll even skate <laughs> since the beginning of quarantine. I'm like, bro, there's no <laughs> way. Like you said, that is really inspiring. So I do hope that, you know, you keep at it and you could become one of those girls for somebody else one day. I sure hope so. That'd be awesome. The video that she recorded is a part of that video she had posted, like an ad for, looking for people of color? I don't think so. And she hasn't actually recorded me yet. Okay. But I think I, I didn't ask for it. Like, I know she posted that, but I didn't like comment on it or DM her about it. So it might have been for that, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, she definitely posted it and I definitely tagged you. I was like, no, like, if anyone is her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that's so dope. I want to go ahead and thank you for taking like the time out your day to come and talk to us. Of course. Thank you for, for asking me. Yeah, thank you for just being so resilient like in yourself. And I do like, can't, I can't wait to like see your journey and see you go forward with it. Thank you. My regular Instagram is at Courtney Burnett 24 and my skating page is at CTB Skates. Hey. This is T.A. Bazzi, founder and executive director of We Won Freely. We do a lot of cool stuff within our community, like organize art shows, give artists grants and residencies, and produce exclusive content just for you and your ears. We want to keep doing more, but we need your help. Five, twenty, a hundred bucks will help us amplify the voices of uniquely talented women and non-binary artists of color. Visit wewomfreely.com slash crowdfund now to put your money where your mouth is. Later.